In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. A reading from the book of Ezra, chapter 1. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, in order to fulfill the word of the Lord spoken by Jeremiah, the Lord moved the heart of Cyrus, king of Persia, to make a proclamation throughout his realm and to put it in writing. This is what Cyrus, king of Persia, says. The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build a temple for him at Jerusalem in Judah. Any one of his people among you, may his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem in Judah and build the temple of the Lord, the God of Israel, the God who is in Jerusalem. And the people of any place where survivors may now be living are to provide him with silver and gold, with goods and livestock, and with freewill offerings for the temple of God in Jerusalem. Then the family heads of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and Levites, everyone whose heart God had moved, prepared to go up and build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. The Word of the Lord. Seventy long years. Seventy long years had passed since the people of Judah were taken captive by the Babylonians and deported into exile. You remember why the people of Judah were taken from their home? It was because of their rebellion and unbelief, their disobedience and wicked ways. There were consequences for their spiritual adultery. Through the prophets, God promised to send judgment on them in the form of destruction, and he kept his promise. When Judah's demise finally came, its capital, Jerusalem, and the temple once dedicated to the Lord lay in ruins. Its land was scorched and occupied by the enemy. With its population decimated and carried into exile, Judah would have been doomed to extinction, if not for the faithfulness of the Lord their God. Almost a millennium after Moses led the Israelites out of Egypt, there was to be a second exodus of God's people, one in which God's covenant nation would return home to the promised land. Through the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord foretold that he would punish the king of Babylon and his nation for their guilt, and that he would fulfill his gracious promise to bring his people back to their home. And he kept his promise. Seventy long years after the Babylonians conquered Judah and swept its people into exile, the God whose hand guides all of history allowed a new nation to arrive on the scene, as Babylon was overrun by the Persians. God Almighty moved the heart of the new man in charge, Cyrus, king of Persia, to release a remnant of the Judean exiles so that they might return home to Jerusalem and Judah and rebuild their temple of the Lord. For it was in that place that the king of kings would arrive on the scene and accomplish his saving work. Within a year of Cyrus's decree, the Judeans had settled in their homeland and began to work on the altar to restore the sacrifices. This took some time, and there were many obstacles along the way, not the least of which was the nagging unfaithfulness of a sinful people. But the faithfulness of the Holy Lord remained resolute. Although his people had forgotten him and his ways, the Lord did not forget his covenant made to their forefathers, his covenant of grace through his Son, the Anointed One. In time, more exiles returned home. The temple, 
the place where the Holy Lord dwelt with his presence, was rebuilt, and the city walls of Jerusalem were reconstructed. Under the leadership of Ezra the priest and Nehemiah, there was repentance and spiritual reform. The worship life of Israel was restored, including the sacrifices and festivals. The Passover was celebrated again, the feast which most clearly foreshadowed the sacrifice of the coming Savior, the Lamb whose blood takes away the sin of the world. Surely God had not broken his covenant to his people. For throughout this time, the Lord was at work in their hearts, rebuilding not just brick and mortar, restoring not just a long-lost way of life, but rebuilding and restoring the hearts of his repentant people, renewing within them a right spirit, and preparing them to receive the promised Savior. He did this all through his holy word, just like he does with you. For he comes to you today accomplishing the same goals as he did with his people of old through the same means of his word, now accompanied by the sacraments of holy baptism and holy communion. Yes, Jesus is your restorer and rebuilder. Through the preaching of law and gospel, he renews the covenant he made with you in baptism. He moves your hearts to contrition and repentance, leading you to confess your faithlessness and sin before him. And then he lifts you up to heights of unimaginable joy with the forgiveness that only he can bring. By grace and through faith, you are his holy people, his dear children, washed clean in the blood of the Lamb, restored to a right relationship and fellowship with him by the work of the Holy Spirit, who cleanses your hearts, sanctifying you for God. Indeed, you are the Church of Christ built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. The books of Ezra and Nehemiah explain how God led his people back to the promised land, and in doing so, set the stage for the Messiah, the world's Savior, to be born there, just as he promised. The people who had lost knowledge of God's plan of salvation were, in time, re-instructed in these truths. On one occasion, They gathered in thanks to rededicate and renew their lives to the Lord, and listened attentively as the priest Ezra read from the book of the law, the holy word of God. And their faith was strengthened. God renewed them. May the hearing of God's faithful promises to you through his Son, Jesus Christ, move you also to a penitent heart filled with gratitude and joy. A reading from the book of Nehemiah, chapter 8. All the people assembled as one man in the square before the water gate. They told Ezra the scribe to bring out the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded for Israel. So on the first day of the seventh month, Ezra the priest brought the law before the assembly, which was made up of men and women and all who were able to understand. He read it aloud from daybreak till noon as he faced the square before the water gate in the presence of the men, women, and others who could understand. And all the people listened attentively to the book of the law. Ezra opened the book. All the people could see him because he was standing above them. And as he opened it, the people all stood up. Ezra praised the Lord, the great God. And all the people lifted their hands and responded, Amen, Amen. Then they bowed down and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. 
the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we implore you to hear our prayers and to lighten the darkness of our hearts by your gracious visitation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.